Good morning, Nowward family and guests. On behalf of NWCC, thank you for joining in to Touch and Agree in Prayer, seeking God first and trusting his word, saying, Have I not commanded you? Have I not commanded? Be strong and courageous and do not be discouraged. Let's honor God and join our hearts and minds together in community in our devotion and prayer with the promise, the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. My name is Brother John Mendoza, and our scripture reading today comes from a very familiar passage of scripture, Ephesians 6 and 12, which reads, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against those mighty powers of darkness who rule this world, and against wicked spirits in the heavenly realms. I know many of us are familiar with this scripture, but I want to share what God's been convicting me about the last couple of uh, weeks and months, even before um, the murder of George Floyd. I started reading a book recommended by Pastor Dan called, If You Want to Walk on Water, You've Got to Get Out of the Boat. And in the very first chapter, uh, the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost, for those super saints on the call, really grabbed my attention. The author wrote, the decision to grow always involves a choice between risk and comfort. This means that to be a follower of Jesus Christ, you must renounce comfort as the ultimate value of your life. He goes on to describe how we as Americans immerse ourselves in comfort, which is why the lazy boy is the best-selling chair in America, and how when we want to relax, we say we want to veg out. And he convicts the readers um, that we're often at times uh, preferential to sitting in front of a TV rather than reading God's word. Another aspect of the, of the first chapter uh, references a speech that I actually have hanging in my office by President Theodore Roosevelt called The Man in the Arena. And in the speech, Roosevelt provides that it's not the critic or bystander that counts but it's the man who is actually in the, in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood. So I want to ask us this morning, this is for me too, are you the critic sitting in the lazy boy, or are you in the arena fighting? And before you answer, let me remind you of our scripture reference, which informs and enlightens us that we are not in a battle with flesh and blood. We often allow ourselves to get pulled into political, economical, racial arguments and debates. I know especially in the last couple of days I have. These are all things of this world. These are all things of the flesh. Now, I don't, I'm not trying to, nor do I want to diminish the importance of uh, grieving, seeking justice, uh, but Pastor Keith has been teaching on the Holy Spirit and how we should be operating in that spirit and not in any other spirit. I want to ask you, are we exercising and depending on the Holy Spirit in everything we do during these times, or only when we uh, seek to uh, gain something for ourselves? Are our, our words and actions the fruit of the Spirit we claim lives in us? Uh, on Saturdays, we have a men's group, and this past Saturday, we discussed um, the horrific murder of George Floyd and the subsequent protests and riots and looting. And I want to share something that Coach Carter said I thought uh, was very wise. And I quote, 
Satan has done a masterful job of distracting us from the real issue. We are so focused on race that we have completely overlooked the heart of man. God's word teaches us that the heart of man is inherently evil. We ended our life group by agreeing that we wouldn't share or post anything or be involved in any conversation that was divisive. We agreed not to give any more hold to the enemy. Instead, we would seek to positively impact our spheres of influence for the kingdom. What happened and continues to happen is horrific, unrighteous, and deserves God's full justice. But we agreed that wasn't for us to carry out. So instead, we agreed to build others up and to continue to pray fervently. In closing, I just want to share one last thing. I read an article from a pastor in Minneapolis who shared that during the past months, during COVID, there had been huge strides made between the white and the black churches in Minneapolis. Due to some of the health issues facing uh, that community, uh, the church had started to actually come together as one. Then George Floyd was murdered. Now, I don't believe that was a coincidence thing. I think we need to uh, believe and understand that Satan has an agenda and will attack every time he sees anything that looks like unity within the body. So let us not lose sight that we are in a war with things not of this world and that we have been called to be in common unity. Please join me in going before our Father in prayer. Father God, we thank you this morning for your mercy and your grace which abounds, Lord. We thank you for waking us up yet another day, for giving us this chance, God, another chance to be uh, ambassadors for you, Lord, to live as you have taught us and showed us by your example. We know we can only be holy through a relationship with you, God, and so right now, uh, we repent for any unholy uh, acts of disobedience, God, intentional or unintentional, Lord. Father, we thank you for all that you have called in on this morning, God, and the families uh, that they represent, God. Continue to watch over them, God. Keep them in your hedge of protection, Lord. We pray the Holy Spirit manifests in their homes, God, in their hearts and in their actions today. For all those who may be hurting, God, who may be dealing with sickness or illness, Father, we ask the Holy Spirit to breathe on them, God, that they may feel your presence, that they may be blessed, God, with your strength, your comfort, and your peace today, God. Lord, our, our country is in chaos, and it is becoming more and more divisive day by day, Lord. And as we carry out our mission of reconciling the world to you, give us the wisdom, the discernment, and the love, God, that you showed the world, God. For those who crucified you, you prayed, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. So, Father, help us to show that same type of same type of unconditional love, God, the same type of agape love to this broken world. Let us not be used by Satan, God, but to stand against the demonic forces at work. God, we thank you for Pastor Keith, God, and his family. Continue to speak to him, Lord. Inject your word into his spirit, God, into his heart and into his mind. Bless him with your discernment, God, so that he can continue to lead us and teach us from your book of instruction. And we pray against and bind any stronghold or attack that may come against him, Lord. We pray for protection, promotion, and prosperity for him and every single member of this family, God. Father God, we just thank you this morning. We love you. 
We love you. We love you, and we thank you for your unconditional love, Lord. Use us up today, God, as we go about our day, and we will be sure to give you all the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Now receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Be blessed now, our family.